Hello everyone, so for today's episode we will be discussing imposter syndrome in the context of being a woman in a male-dominated field. According to the Oxford Dictionary, imposter syndrome is defined as the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. I would argue that this phenomenon is exacerbated for women who study in fields where there is a lack of equal gender representation. Having studied in business for almost five years now, I am no stranger to this and I have learned a lot about the things we have to do as women to gain respect in such fields. My guest today is Nora and she is studying engineering, so this subject is one she can closely relate to as well. Stay with us for an interesting discussion on the challenges we have faced, how we overcome them, and any tips we may have for women out there. So welcome Nora, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course, so could you briefly share your background and experience in your field? Yes, so I'm in third year electrical engineering uh, at McGill, and I've also done one internship this past summer at Kruger Packaging, which okay. is, uh, they specialize in recycling and paper repurposing, and I was working as a project manager in electrical engineering in the de uh, maintenance department. Okay. So whenever something needed improvement or um, replacement, I was the one they came to. Uh, well, you know, that was training to do yeah. that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's about it for my experience. Haven't that's been awesome. in, in that field for long, but, you know, hoping it, I, I stay in it. Do you like it so far? Um, to be honest, the <laughs> studies are very, very hard. Yeah, I was not I expecting them to be this hard. Because, um, you know, obviously STEM field yeah. is very hard. But also the fact that uh, we're, we're put under a lot of pressure yeah. to succeed. Um, but I, I very much preferred the, the workplace over uh, right. the academic setting. There's much less pressure and you're actually encouraged to learn. And I learned so much from my internship. That's I good. loved it. It was the best summer I've, I've had in a long time. Really? Okay, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. yeah, it was very, very nice. And I can't wait for my next internship <laughs> now. Okay. But, uh, but yeah. So yeah. the theoretical part is difficult, but once you're actually working in the field, it's fun for you. Exactly, exactly. Okay. I was never very good at the theoretical part, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> I'm still not. That's <laughs> but fun. at least now that I've had uh, work experience, I know that there is indeed a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> That's good. So. That's a good motivation for anybody listening. <laughs> Thank you. How did you first become aware of the concept of imposter syndrome and how has it affected your journey in a male-dominated industry? Well, I felt imposter syndrome very early on. Mm. I would say right my first semester. Okay. Um, I noticed that um, in class mostly, a lot of people seem to, and I do emphasize on yes. seem to, <laughs> know a lot more about um, the field than I did. Okay. So in class, people would ask a lot of questions or answer a lot of questions asked by the profs. And um, they also seem to have a lot of knowledge prior to starting their degree. Okay. So for me, I'm in electrical engineering, so right. it's mostly circuits, programming, and mm -hmm. all that stuff. And people actually knew how to program before coming into this degree. Okay. And I didn't. Mm. And I'm still struggling with that. <laughs> so that was the first thing that I noticed. And it just, it, it, 
I already felt out of place. Okay. Um, so already that was not good. But, <laughs> you know, I told myself that I got into this degree because I wanted to learn more about the field. Right. Whereas I think most people, or most people that I, I yeah. know,、um, went into this field because they knew they were good at it.、Mm, okay. So already it was sort of a different motivation, but, you know, I just. Sort of told myself it's the first semester, don't worry, it's normal. it'll get better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably not the only one, but nobody really talked about it, so、okay. it was hard.、Um, and you know, people seem to pick up on concepts pretty quickly,、mm. whereas I took more time to understand the concepts.、Okay. I mean, I've had to hire tutors、um, right. for my classes, which I've personally always done ever since high school. Okay.、Um, but Even with the tutors, it was, it was really hard to catch up.、Mm. I've always felt behind, and I do still always feel behind、really? in class.、Okay. So that was the most prominent thing,、um, and it was the, the thing that really contributed to the imposter syndrome I was feeling.、Um, but in terms of、um, like、more the male dominated、yeah. field part,、um, I don't know if it's only my experience because people have told me that they haven't had that same experience. But、okay. for me, I noticed that、um, uh, guys seem to be much more passionate about the field than, than women, or at least they were more vocal about it.、Okay. Anytime they n- knew about something or they were passionate about something, they made it a point to tell us. Right. You know, to just, well, not us, but you know, just, you know, m- Be vocal about it. Right. Whereas I guess women tend to be a bit more low key about it. That's true. So,、um, so I don't know. It, it just made it seem like guys knew more about the field than we did. I see what you But mean. But maybe it's just not true. They're just more vocal about it. And we actually, you know, we're just, just go about it. Go yeah, with the flow. We don't talk about it. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. So I think that, that, that was the first thing I noticed about the difference between guys and girls in the, in the, in the degree. Okay.、Um, and sometimes I think it's, it's, it's not, I guess、um, they don't do it on purpose, but、yeah. sometimes when you say that you don't know something, like for example, I am clueless about a lot of things in electrical <laughs> engineering.、Yeah. Like, uh, I, I recently learned that there was, for example, Um, female and male cables. Okay. Cables. Apparently, even my parents knew about it. You know, <laughs> I、whatever. don't know about that. <laughs> but、um, when, I, when I said that, oh, I don't know what that is. What is that? Can you explain that to me? They were so surprised. They were like, what? You don't know? How are you in electrical engineering and you don't know? I was like, okay. Okay, that's weird. Down, please. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> yeah, so it, I, I've had a lot of instances like that. Okay. It, I'm sure they have no ill will, but it was just,、uh, you know. Yeah, but in a way, you're made to feel bad about not knowing as much as me. Exactly,、yeah. exactly. And I've never had that experience with a woman. Never、really? have I had like, a woman say that to me that,、like, oh, you don't know this and you're in electrical engineering? Always guys. Right. Always guys. <laughs> That's <So> . funny. That's <laughs> interesting. So, yeah, I guess now that I've had these experiences, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm still not afraid to say something when I. Like, ask questions when I don't know something because、okay. if I don't know, I have to ask. Yeah,、right? it's part of the process. Yeah, but I guess I'm a little bit more careful about what I say and who I say it to. <laughs> <You> <laughs> That's、know? valid, honestly. You had to learn who to talk to. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, 
it's not really that bad. Like nobody will actually insult you or no. like ridicule you, but it's just sometimes you're put on the spot and you don't really know how to yeah. act. But uh, I guess in that sense, this is what I learned from being in a male-dominated field. Yeah, this is the. I think for me, this was the most present thing. Okay. Yeah. That so, makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, for me, like kind of like what you were saying, in my bachelor's is where I felt most of the imposter syndrome, and for me, it was not like necessarily comments that I got from guys but it was noticing that guys always took up the most space and they were always answering the questions and speaking yeah. first and most girls were like not participating in class or even in group discussions like not willing to say their answers and I quickly realized that if I wasn't going to take up more space then nobody was going to listen to me or respect me so that was a learning that I had to do and now I'm in the master's level and I have no issue with that but at the beginning of my bachelor's and I had been in science before Um, I wasn't in business, but at the beginning of my bachelor, I was like, okay, this is different. The guys in business are like, they're sharks. Like, I don't think they're called that for no reason. Like, they they will answer everything. Like, they don't give you any room for you to talk. So you have to take up the room yourself. And that was like a hard pill to swallow for me because I'm not really somebody who likes to take up that much space. Like, I prefer to observe and listen, but you can't really do that in a field like that because or else you're just... You're like almost undercover, like nobody pays attention. Yeah, you'll get walked out. Exactly. Yeah. So that was a big challenge from like being surrounded by a lot of men, and uh, also seeing the women around me being shy to express themselves. Like I think women have a lot more fears of like failing or messing up. Yeah. And I, I've seen actually a study that men will apply to jobs that they're not qualified for. Same here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas After women I don't. saw that, I told myself, you know what? I'm applying anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. I don't <laughs> <Same>. care. <laughs> Same, like, I don't have five criteria, it's okay. Maybe they'll okay. pick me. I, don't have, I have zero criteria, I'm still gonna apply. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's related to our personality as well. Men are taught to be more assertive and um, bossy, but it's not considered bossy for them. It's just seen as, like, being a leader. Being a man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we have to learn to do that more in the workplace, especially if we want to be respected and, like, gain better positions eventually, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. It's like, they, they take up so much space. And if you you don't um if you're not assertive then you will lose your place yeah and you'll exactly. get lost within this you know yeah you'll go unnoticed yeah you know you exactly. have nice things to say probably exactly i can yeah. agree now can you describe a specific instance where you felt imposter syndrome in your professional life Well, since my professional life was very short, <laughs> it just consisted of one internship. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't feel imposter syndrome as much um, during my internship, as much as, as uh, you know, uh, school, mm-hmm. which was good. I was happy about that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, everyone was was including me, and it was okay. it was very it was much more equal. Okay. Than, uh, than uh, school. But I still did feel imposter syndrome, especially um, when I met the other two interns that were um, interning with me. Yeah. I mean, I was in the electrical department, and there was one in the mechanical department, and one in the production department. Okay. So, um, one intern arrived a week after me, and the other one arrived a month after me. Okay. So I was the first one that started. Mm. 
So I thought, oh, I have an advantage, you know? <laughs> like, I'm starting way earlier than these guys, yeah. and, like, I'm going to pick up the pace, and I'm going to be much better than them, you yeah. know? <laughs> uh, but I think I was getting a little too cocky, <laughs> because both of them started after me, and they adjusted to the pace so much quicker than me. Oh, really? Like, okay. within, within just a few weeks, maybe two weeks, they were already used to... The pace, they were used to the work. Okay. Um, they fit in much better than I did. Oh. Um, not that I didn't fit in, but um, like in terms of friendships with colleagues and uh, just being, you know, comfortable. Yeah. Um, they were much quicker than okay. me. I took uh, probably two months, two whole months to get really comfortable in the workplace. Right. Um, which sort of it kind of sting a little, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, just because I really thought I genuinely thought I had an advantage starting <laughs> earlier, and also because uh, me personally, I'm I'm an extrovert and I'm very outgoing. Okay. And I, actually, even my employer, he he told me that this is why he hired me. Oh. Because I was very outgoing and he felt like um, I would have no problem. Um, picking up the pace and integrating yourself um, yeah and and asking questions if i needed to which he was he was right but i just i, I thought i would i would i would have uh, no problem fitting in completely with with these people but um i never fit in quite as 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 um as much as the other two interns okay i don't know if it's because they had they already had work experience and I didn't. Okay, it was so my first internship it. and just work experience. Yeah. So I don't know if it's because of that or I have no idea, but they just seemed to be doing much better than I was. Mm. And I had to ask so many questions because I knew nothing about this, this uh, work, this field, which was fine. But I don't know. It just seemed like they knew more and okay. they understood more and they, they did better work than me i mean they would get praised in front of of uh of others like during meetings and everything they would say oh congratulations to this intern you did a good job and right all that and sometimes people for, for, forgot i existed oh no that's not good <laughs> no it was it was a little uh i don't know it, it was, was challenging it was, yeah it was very challenging i really wasn't expecting that especially okay. because like i said i had i i'm naturally outgoing and extroverted i have no problem talking to people but I guess you felt a difference during that internship. I did feel a difference, and I really don't know why. Um, to I this mean, day, you don't know why. You're not sure why. Why they fit in better than yeah. I did? Maybe, maybe it is because they they had previous work experience, so they they knew how to adjust to a different type of of work or, or pace. Yeah. Uh, maybe they they went through the same thing I did when. Uh, they had their first work experience. I don't know. Yeah, I never asked to be honest. <laughs> That's just because uh, I was scared. I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't really want to know either. You know, like what if the answer disappointed <laughs> me? I don't know. That's valid. I'm just gonna go with the flow. I mean, it didn't really upset me. Um, I mean, it was. It was just. It just. It, it just provided an additional challenge, and it was. Yeah. You know. It was what it was, but despite despite everything, I mean, like I said, it was the best summer I had had in a long time. Yeah, and I don't regret it at all. I mean, I'm I'm com- I'm gonna compare my future internships to this one. To I had so much fun. Really? Yeah. That's. Good. I I still had my group of 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 friends, 
that um, you know reassured me when I needed mm. reassurance and all that. So it was, it was still, it was still fun. Yeah. But it just really surprised me that uh, I couldn't fit in as well as them. Yeah, I think comparison also doesn't help imposter syndrome because <laughs> yeah. you can compare yourself to people who are not necessarily at the same stage in life as you are, and you don't know what they went through before. As you're saying, like it could have been in their first internship. However many years ago they went through the same thing, but now you're in the same place as them, so you tend to compare yourself to to them now. But I think that's one of the worst. Like, it hinders your success because you're comparing yourself to someone without knowing what they've been through before and what stage of life they're at now. So, but it's hard not to. I think it's yeah, it is hard yourself. not yeah. to. <laughs> it's like you need you find you're trying to find a basis of comparison to see like, am I at the right place? Am I doing the right job? But the best thing is to compare yourself to yourself, yourself. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and see like what's the progress that i've done so far and sometimes also there's teams where you fit in better than than others yeah and that's also what i told myself maybe they, yeah. they just clicked better with this team yeah. than i did not that i didn't click that's the thing it's but like not I'm, not, I'm not that upset because i still had my group of friends right and I, I still did click with them yeah it's just that they seem much more comfortable with them mm. than i did that makes sense And for me, like, I understand you because I'm also extroverted. But during my first internship, even though I had, like, a team of only girls and they were super nice to me. No way, wow. Yeah, I had a hard time, like, connecting deeply with them. Like, it felt different than making friends at school. Because a lot of them were also older than me. And it was, like, I found it difficult to really, like, relate to them. And, you know, I was a bit... I felt myself being shy a bit to talk about stuff, even though I'm not usually that shy. And I was like, why am I feeling this way? But I think it's, like, a whole different environment than school. When making friends, it's not the same thing at all. So that that is like intimidating, I think, at first. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I felt the same thing also because all of them were also older yeah, than me. Yeah, that's difficult. And it also didn't help that uh, again they were almost all men. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I my yeah. my job was half uh, office and half um, on the field. Okay. But the field was a factory because I worked at at uh, at a factory basically where they where they would uh, repurpose the, the recycling right. that uh, they would receive. And so it was all mechanics, electricians, and all these, you know, guys <laughs> yeah. working. And then you see this tiny little woman walking in the factory. I'm like, hi, I need help. It was, uh, they were all very, very nice. Yeah. They, were, they were, they had no problem helping me, which definitely helped me uh, gain good. some confidence yeah. because it's like, I felt like it wasn't, wrong to ask questions and That's they encouraged good. me to ask questions they told me i wouldn't be doing my job as an intern if i didn't ask questions that's really good so they, they really did include me as much as they could and they 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 really encouraged me to kind of step out of my comfort zone yeah um but yeah they were they, they were all guys and it was it was sort of scary at first to to go down to the factory because there's of people course. yelling and you know noises everywhere <laughs> and mechanics electricians just doing stuff and i'm just there i'm like uh, okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> hi <laughs> but um but it, it was it's it was very very different from from school yeah. and I'm, i'm so thankful i got to to have this experience because now that I, now i know that um not not all guys will will you know sort of uh, put you on the spot for not knowing something no, or no, not yeah. not You know, in the, in the workplace, it's very, very different. And I guess everyone is professional. Everyone's mature. So it's it's no longer it's no longer a competition. You're just That's true. doing your job and going with the flow and 
you need to ask a question you ask it and that's it yeah you know i think because of like our experience in school having to face guys who maybe didn't really see our competence we, we may come into the workplace with a preconceived notion of like okay how do these men perceive me do they think i'm stupid do they think i'm not qualified to be there yeah but we have to like personally let go of that so that we don't like go into somewhere with already preconceived notions of or assumptions yeah. of people mm. and for sure i think we're probably gonna end up meeting guys in the workplace who don't respect probably, us probably yeah but yeah. as you're saying it's a different like environment i think people are more professional in general and especially now in 2023 Yeah, like with yeah, all the, the talk of like women in STEM and women in business and women in leadership positions, guys, I think are more respectful and encouraging of us, um, which is good. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 for sure. It, it definitely, I mean, they were all young people in my, in my okay. internship, like in their 30s. So they were not that, you know, traditional. Boomers. Or biased. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were definitely, they, they were, but there were some boomers. Yeah, of course. But they had they no problem. You know, yeah. they were perfect. That's were, good. Yeah. <laughs> good. So now if we focus more on the emotions, how did imposter syndrome manifest itself for you? So what were the thoughts or feelings that you experienced through imposter syndrome? So I guess I, I mentioned it earlier, but uh, for me, imposter syndrome is mostly when I think that I should know something or mm. I should know about a certain field and I don't and others do. Yeah. That is the most frustrating thing to me because it happens all the time. Mm. All the time. I always feel like I'm behind. And I mean like it, it's it's frustrating because I don't know why I don't understand and others do. Yeah. Like uh, it's it's like they pick up on on con concepts much faster than me and they understand it them better than me and i just don't know why because it's i i work very hard i hire tutors you know and tutors are expensive yeah so you know it's, it's like uh, sometimes i feel like i'm i'm doing all of this for for nothing yeah and it's hard to like you said it's hard to not compare yourself to others when others are doing so well and you're not mm. you know it's like you're you keep wondering what you're doing wrong <laughs> even if you're you're not doing anything wrong you're just going at your pace yeah. your rhythm but it's it's you're always wondering why your pace and your rhythm is not the same as as everyone else yeah you know and i mean sometimes i can like snap out of it and be like you know what i go at my own pace i do my thing <laughs> they'll do theirs you know sometimes it's hard to do that yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but um but sometimes i i feel like i there's genuinely something wrong with me okay and and Like I'm already, I'm already like insecure about a lot of things, mm. like my my personality and all the this right. other stuff. As you know, everyone has insecurities, yeah. but uh, this is like another insecurity to add to my insecurities, yeah. and <clears throat> it's something that that I, I never I never thought I would feel insecure about this because I've always been in 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 science like since stage I've also okay. I've like uh, uh, pure and applied science, oh, okay. and they were. There were, I guess there were a bit more guys there than girls, but it was still pretty equal. And I've always been a very, like a, a person that, that was very into her studies and I want to succeed, very ambitious. Yeah. And I mean, I was never a straight A student, but 
I was I was proud of myself because I was doing my best and I was satisfied with my grades and I mean I did end up getting into the program I wanted so I mean yeah. there we go yeah. <laughs> you did it <laughs> yeah exactly so why should I feel insecure I'm, yeah. I'm here because I, I I got in mm-hmm. that's it but but as soon as I entered university all that changed like my right. grades started to drop and I was just I felt I felt dumb I, f- mm. I just felt dumb because yeah. I couldn't understand anything. Like, I, I genuinely feel like my brain regressed since I started university. <laughs> like, I was like, there's no way I can't understand this. I've already done this. I should know this. Okay. You know? It's like, it's just a continuation of what I've already done. Why can't I get it? Mm. You know? So sometimes it's, it's, um, it's hard. It's hard. And sometimes I genuinely feel like giving up. Really? That's not Yeah. Me. Like, yeah. I, 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 sometimes I jokingly say, like, what would happen if I just tried? <laughs> like what what would really happen yeah. it wouldn't really be that bad but sometimes i do genuinely think that i'm like why did i choose this this is so hard yeah maybe i should just like do something else easy or, i don't know <laughs> no but but as a person i think i could i could never i could never like actually drop out because i felt i feel like i would be giving up and that's just not who i, I am like that. i don't like giving up because i would always wonder you know what if what if i just stayed what would have happened if i just stayed and tried you know yeah like you'll never know if you don't try you don't want to regret like quitting something exactly like i'd rather do something and then regret it than regret never having done it yeah i agree with that yeah and i think imposter syndrome comes like either from being new in a certain field or new to a certain to, to something you're learning or if you're in a place where there's not many people like you around you because you're thinking why am i here (laughs) <laughs> where are the other people that are like me? Like, where are the other women or whatever it is that you're using to compare yourself? Like, if it could be your your cultural background, it could be your gender, um, it could be your your level of wealth. I think when you don't see a lot of people like you, you start to think, well, do I really belong here? Like, why is it that most people here are not like me? And what am I doing here? Um, I think this goes back also to the fact that men often appear more confident and they're less likely to ask questions and admit that they don't know. Because I think there's a term... Uh, a sort of like ego and yes. confidence issue there mm-hmm. so then we're thinking like okay they know everything they're never asking questions they're never doubting themselves but i do think that for a lot of men that's a cover and it's not the actual truth and i i value the the idea of not knowing i think we have to become more comfortable with that like uncertainty i don't know this and it's okay not to know it's okay to be new yeah. because that means you're taking a step towards more knowledge so you're you're exactly. doing something good but it's hard at first because you're Again, comparing yourself and saying, well, these people seem like they know. Why don't I know? But it's it's always like a perception. I don't actually think that they know everything. I think it's just they make it seem that way. And you have to remind yourself that I'm doing the right thing by making sure that I know, by asking questions and being humble enough to admit that I don't know this. Can you explain it to me? Yeah, yeah, That's exactly, important. exactly. I mean, I I was always taught to, to do that, to ask yeah. questions if I don't know because... Otherwise, how will I know if yeah. I don't ask questions? You know, exactly. Sort of like, like when you think about it, it's, it's, it's actually dumb. It's like, if you don't ask a question, you won't know. Yeah. That's it. And there's no shame in asking questions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it's like, uh, it's like my my friends keep saying, because I keep complaining to them. Like, okay. you guys always seem to know more about me. Uh, not about me. About. Than me, sorry. Uh, yeah, always seem to, to know more. Like, how come? And then they're like, we don't. We're just more vocal about it. Yeah. Like, they keep saying that to me. And I'm like, then stop. <laughs> <laughs> making me feel bad <laughs> yeah but yeah I, I completely agree it's it's sort of like a, an ego <laughs> yeah the message is that there's no shame in not knowing there's no shame in failure yes. 
it's necessary to succeed and to, it's to learn. It's how you'll learn. Yes. Because exactly. otherwise you won't learn. Exactly. You just keep going about your you life pretend. pretending that you know everything yeah. and then you'll have the shock of your life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Opinion, what are some common reasons why women in male-dominated fields specifically experience imposter syndrome? Well, I guess you you, you mentioned it mm. before. It's it's uh, like more of a confidence and an ego thing. Yeah. Um, but but the, I don't even think guys do it purposely. No, you know, it's like it's, no. it's 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 natural to them yeah. to to be vocal about their knowledge and and but. They're not necessarily boasting about it, you know what yeah. I mean? It's more like um, when they know something, I feel like they get excited and they're like, "Oh, yeah. oh I'll show them that I know something." Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's sort of like they—they, they, I mean, maybe they do also feel imposter syndrome, but their way of coping with it is like highlighting their knowledge and sort being of, overconfident. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and sort of brush aside or ignore like their failures or their their. Like when they don't know something. Yeah. Um, whereas I think women do the opposite. Like they focus more on their failures. Yeah. And um, like they they sort of um, how do I say this? Like they 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 tend to belittle or devalue themselves yeah, whenever they fail or even when they succeed because they they yes they focus more on their failures. There's like they sometimes they think they don't deserve it. You know, like when they. When they fail, they're like, oh my god, I failed, like, what's wrong with me, all that. And when they do succeed, they say, oh, but, you know, I don't know how I did that. And Yeah, know, they, like, like uh, brush it off, like, oh. I, I don't know if, if that was really it's real. True. I think they made a mistake or something, yeah. you know? Like, I, That's I, uh, so true. Because they, they feel like they don't deserve it yeah. because of their failures. I'm definitely guilty of that. I do that <laughs> all the time. We have to change that in 2024. <laughs> yeah, yeah. New Year's resolution, let's go. But because just because anytime I, I do well on a on an exam or not even do well when I pass an exam because God knows it's hard to do that in engineering <laughs> like uh, when I when I just pass something or I do better than I thought I I, I did um, I'm like oh I don't know how that happened I knew yeah. nothing about the subject yet I had this grade or yet I passed oh my god yeah I mean I'll take it but <laughs> but wow I'm yeah. impressed but. Um, but yeah, it's, I, 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 need to, I need to try to do better and be kinder to myself, you know? Like, when I do succeed, I deserve it. You can you talk know? about it. You can be yeah, proud exactly. about it. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah, right about it. I feel like sometimes when I talk about it, I'm boasting about it. Yeah. Whereas guys do the same thing. and To them, it's just being confident. It's not boasting. Yeah, it's just not even being confident. It's just it's normal. It's normal. Yeah. Exactly, it's normal. When I do that, I'm like, oh my god, I pass. And they're like... Nice. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. A, we need to celebrate. Like. I agree. You're right. I think women have a hard time selling themselves. Like, that's another thing that, and a difference in the way we're raised. Like, what what men see as like normal, we we see as just bragging and and boasting. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's slowly but surely changing. But people are not like comfortable yet with the idea of like hyping yourself up. Like, oftentimes <laughs> it seems as bragging, where it's like, no, I'm just confident i love myself and that's okay it's not it doesn't have yeah. to be like a bad thing yeah yeah I and you're right there we're taught to be more low-key yeah about, not take up too much space yeah again yeah. there yeah. we go yeah there we go there we go i mean yeah. my my friend actually um who's a guy yeah <laughs> he uh he sent me articles 
Um, that said that uh, men or women experience imposter syndrome twice, like more than twice as much as men. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, it, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's double. Yeah. Like, how come it's double? I couldn't believe it when I saw this. I'm like, okay, I know that some, like, women experience more imposter syndrome. Like, I knew that. Yeah. People told me. But I never knew it was that much. Double. It's, it's crazy. You're right. I don't know. It was it was just very crazy to me. It's it's like why why do women feel that much more than men? If anything, both should feel it, yeah. or none of them. You know, yeah, ideally. Preferably. <laughs> but, but you know, like it, it's. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, we we have to change that. You know, yeah. it's not fair. It's not fair because like women are the ones suffering. It's hard to be a woman. <laughs> this is a whole oh, other God. subject: gender gender issues. Yeah, man. But this is kind of tied to like the the next question, which is about. Specific challenges or barriers that make imposter syndrome worse for women. And I think, like, it's not to point fingers at men, but I do think because we're raised differently and because men are raised to be assertive and take up more space, it ends up not leaving enough room for women to take up that space as well. And I think, again, it's we're lucky in this generation and the fact that it's changing. It's better than our parents' generation, let's say. But I think we have this issue now where... A lot of women have bad experiences with men, so a lot of us are defensive, and that leads to even more issues. It's like a it's like a vicious cycle. So, um, it's not men's fault necessarily, but I think it's important that we all become aware of it, of the differences in the way we're raised, and that we make more space for each other. One, that women become more comfortable talking about the issues that they face, and two, that men start to become more aware of the things they may do, which may make women feel belittled or may make them feel uncomfortable and in, in br- not bragging talking good about themselves <laughs> and taking up more space um, i think that's the gender thing is unfortunately still a, a challenge to me i don't know what you think about that yeah i mean i i i personally never felt anything about this this gender thing before university like okay. i i i knew about it because you know i watched the news and yeah kept talking about it and And even before I applied to university, to, to engineering, people would tell me, oh, you know, it's a male-dominated field, there's lots of men. And, yeah. I, and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. In my head, I was like, so what? Yeah. So what? Like, <laughs> uh, it, okay, men, like, yeah. I've been around men before, you know? Of course. <laughs> like, yeah, why, yeah. why is that an issue? And why is there, why are there more men than women? It yeah. seems to me that if you're interested in something, you go for it and that's it. That's fine, End of yeah. story. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Gender. And so I never, and I, I, I never really had bad experiences with men either. You know, mm. it, was, it was just like I had male friends, and yeah. it was whatever, you know. But um, and it's not even sometimes when I like uh, when I think about it, I'm, I, I tell myself that like I, I've never, I've never experienced sexism. So why should I, why should I be worried? Okay, you know, that's good. But. Then I started university, <laughs> <laughs> and just it was just very intimidating to walk into a classroom and see a classroom of maybe a hundred people and see four girls. Yeah, I mean, I, I it didn't upset me, but it was just very surprising. Yeah, and as I as I went on in my in my degree. I just, I really, I started to really see the difference between men and women, mm. like how we were really brought up very differently. Yeah. And I just, because uh, I never thought about it before. So it was. That's good, I guess. You were. Yeah, I mean, I, it's good. <laughs> but I, I just, it was just a complete shock to me. Uh. 
and um, I mean, like there there are definitely people who are who are biased, I guess, towards uh, well against women. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I haven't I haven't met anyone like that, like genuinely biased. Okay. You know, like women belong in the kitchen. Like no, no, no. <laughs> you know, no. Like, uh, but I feel like. Um, like nobody talks about it but it's what you feel and I felt that um, girls are much more pressured to do well than guys okay and guys are more praised when they do well mm. than girls yeah and like it, it was it was crazy to me because it, it felt like we needed to prove that we belong here yeah and it's like it, it's that much it, we, we have to work that much harder um, in school or at work or whatever whereas if it feels like guys already belong here and they just have to work hard you know I'm not saying that they don't work hard obviously everything is hard yeah but but it, it just feels like we have an additional challenge because we also have to prove that we belong here yeah you're right but why should we we do belong here yeah we got into the program the exactly. same way exactly <laughs> like got into the same program <laughs> You know, like yeah, I belong here as much as you do, but um, but yeah, but it's it's especially hard in a in an academic setting because if you have that additional challenge and you have let's say personal barriers, like you have issues in your personal life, yeah. or you have a disability, or it's physical, mental, learning sure. disability, it's like it's it's virtually impossible to to get by without help. Like you need some sort of help, where whether it's like you know mental health resources or um, help from tutors, like I do. Yeah. It, you you do need help. Like you can't you can't do this alone. No, and it's okay. Uh, yeah, and it is okay. Yeah. You know, like it, like I said, like if, if if you can't if you need help, just ask for it. It's there for a reason. Yeah. You know, but it it just. You, you you feel pressured pressured so much to do so well in such a short amount of time like you know you have to you're pressured to follow the curriculum and, yeah. and follow everyone else but but it, you have to like remind yourself that everybody has their own you know pace everybody has their own lives and everybody has their different way of working yeah. and 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 like that's okay and I feel like also is another thing is is women are intimidated to ask questions or f- admit that um, they have failures or yeah because because men never do yeah <laughs> you know it's like why do I not know this exactly. he does he knows everything or exactly. seems to as you said yeah exactly seems <laughs> to it, it's very like you have to that's put a good word on yeah seems to because like uh, nothing is what it seems yeah. and. Um, and yeah, like they, they feel intimidated to ask questions or ask for help because nobody nobody else does. Like guys, or I'm not saying that they never do, but it's much more common for women to, to ask for help than than guys. I agree. And with I that. don't know if it's like the toxic school environment yeah. or the fact that it's male dominated or both. I don't know, but it's just what I've experienced. 
but but I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to like sort of break that barrier because I'm naturally a curious person. I ask questions about anything and everything. <laughs> and I don't care who hears it. That's like good. I need to ask the question. <laughs> even if even if you you start the, to tell me like oh how come you don't know this I'm like I don't so can you answer me? <laughs> yeah exactly. Like what, what why do you need to yeah you know? But so, I agree with yeah. you. And I feel like also your perception changes based on like what kind of men you have around you. Like as you're saying, for me it also started more in the bachelors when I experienced that because in Sejep, before that I was in sciences, and even though like I had a I had a hard time in sciences, I hated it, but I thought I wanted to be a doctor, so I persevered. But the guys that I was surrounded with were very like supportive and nice. Like they never questioned okay, my good. my ability. But in the bachelors, that's where I met some guys who were like overly confident and cocky even, yeah. and who made me feel bad about myself and as you're saying it's not necessarily intentional on their end but personally you feel that way because of the way that the guys act let's say like they never have doubts and never have questions or they make you feel bad for not knowing something things like that and that's the first time where it really hit me i had had bad experiences with men in the past outside of school like at clubs and stuff okay. but academically that was my first time and i was like, like again as i was saying earlier that was a realization where i was like okay i need to like be on top of my shit i need to prove that i belong here because or else i won't be respected and i will be belittled Yeah. So it's that concept of like feeling like you have to do double the work to show that you belong there. And I think kind of like women experience that with men. Um, I think POC and like black people also experience yeah. that with white people. That's another another issue that we could get into. <laughs> yeah, But it's a common thing that women face towards men of any any race. And I think it hits you hard in the academic field. You're like, okay, I need to like step it up and I need to always... I think for me, I feel the pressure to always know what I'm talking about because I don't want to yeah. look like I don't know because then people automatically are perceived differently. It's like, it's like we have less margin for error as women because then that, that error is always brought up again. Oh, but you didn't know that. Oh, but you messed that up. And I think men have more margin of error to, to mess up. It's, oh, it's just a mistake. Like, it's okay. Yeah. You, you just did yeah, a stupid mistake. True. I think so that's true. a pressure that I felt that I don't feel anymore in the masters, but in the bachelors, it was really a big issue for me. And I had to like have a switch like, okay, I need to be more on top of my shit than everyone else. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of goes back to the thing where, uh, you know, uh, guys apply to more jobs even when they're, yeah. they're qualified. It's like we have to, we feel like we have to know about something yeah. to be able to like apply it or, or talk about it. Exactly when guys don't <laughs> so like it's i don't know it, it's crazy to me that we have to prove that that we belong here like why yeah why like just accept that we do and move on you know like we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're all people like you know yeah <sighs> hopefully the those of us who have uh who want kids in the future we end up having sons that we can raise to oh yeah oh, <laughs> be yeah. more understanding <laughs> oh yeah definitely that's one thing that i one of the reasons why i would like to have a son just to like raise him <laughs> for to be a better man <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. I hope the next generation of men yeah. will be better. I think we're slowly getting there. There are definitely yeah. still some guys at our age who are like, who have a very old mentality, but we're, we're doing better than, for example, my mom's generation, like what she had to, to go through. So that's good. That's encouraging. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, it's not even that they do it on purpose. It's no. just that they're, even like anyone, like women as much as men are, are, pressure to do well in school yeah. by their parents or whoever yeah you know so um like at at uh at mcgill and especially in engineering the people that come straight from high school they were straight a students yeah you know i was never a straight a student mm. which i'm fine with yeah. but they were and so they 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 feel 
like they're all that you yeah. know like they know and like <laughs> they 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 they're smart and everything and as they should but it's like i uh, i don't feel as smart as them just because i was not a straight a student and they make it a point to tell you that they were a straight a student yeah and that they you know like they're smart yeah i'm like i, I don't doubt you like of course you're smart You may be smarter than me. It is possible. Like, is a, okay. you know, <laughs> academically smart, you know? Yeah. Like, it's possible. I mean, it, I mean, it is a, a fact yeah. that I'm slowly starting to get that <laughs> people are much more academically smart than me. But, like, it's it's fine. Yeah. But, okay, move on, you know? Yeah. It's like, but they're, they're, they're so, I feel like they are insecure, too. Of course. So they're so insecure that they, they constantly need to remind themselves and everybody else that they're smart. I agree know? with that. It's like a psychological issue where some people who are insecure feel a need to like compensate for it by mm. always talking about their accomplishments <laughs> and to somebody who doesn't know it maybe like damn these people are, are really confident but then when you start to look at it you're like no they're so insecure that they feel a need to always make themselves feel better than others yeah which is you have to like personally be aware of that to protect yourself from those people as well because they can yeah they can excuse my language fuck with your head as well <laughs> yeah no i completely agree i completely agree you just have to let it go in one ear out the other exactly yeah. <laughs> the issue extensively let's look a bit more at, like solutions and what we can do to overcome it so what strategies have you personally used to cope with imposter syndrome well honestly my life motto has become fake it till you make it honestly <laughs> that's good <laughs> no it's, it's it's true like it's like gaslighting yourself into thinking you're smart you know but but it really You know, it, it really does work because, like, if you think about it, confidence is, it's all about the way you present yourself. You know, your demeanor, your yeah. attitude. If you act confident, you will be confident. Yeah. If you act like you belong here, you will belong here. You know, and that, that was actually one of the things that, that um, people told me when I was, when I was interviewing for, for internships, not even just my employer, like other, like I've yeah. had multiple interviews. They all told me that I, I look super confident and I look like I, I'm here to like... Own the place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, really? Great? Great. <laughs> It <worked. laughs> That's what I was going for, you know? Yeah. But it's like, I don't really believe it. But at the same time, I kind of do because I act like it. Yeah. So the more you act like it, the more you will actually believe it. It, it is sort of like lying to yourself like i don't know if you've ever heard of the saying um well not the saying but like if you if you believe a lie enough it will become the truth yeah it's sort of that but it's not it's not a lie like it's because no, no. confidence is really how you present yourself you yeah know? so if you present yourself to be confident you will be confident I agree so with that. that's that's um that's really like what i do and i mean and In all honesty, it doesn't always work. <laughs> no, that's no. <laughs> I mean, it's it's uh, you know, I like to say these things, but but it doesn't always work. And sometimes when you know things get hard, uh, those thoughts resurface of like yeah. giving up and all that. It just sends me into a spiral. But um, but I'm lucky enough to to have a good support system at home, like especially my my mom. Yeah. Because she sees how hard I work. Like I I I really work like. Uh, a lot like much more than i ever did before okay uh, during my bachelor's um like i work hard in class and i work hard you know just to to, to be able to keep up in class mm. and, and all that um and like when when i feel down or i feel like i'm dumb 
Um, she always reminds me that um, my failures do not define me, mm, and good. my grades do not define me. <laughs> that's a really good message. And even even my degree does not define yeah. me. What defines me is my personality, and most importantly, how I bounce back from those failures and how I keep persevering through hard times. She also tells me that I'm being annoying when I say that I'm I'm dumb. I'm like, what are you talking? Like, shut up! You're not. I know you're not. So like, stop saying that. You know. But uh, but yeah, it's it's like it's hard to to sort of remind yourself that that uh, like to to keep working hard and I'm gonna get there. But I'm lucky to have my mom that keeps reminding me that you know grades are not everything and this is just one stage in your life there's going to be so many other stages so many other chapters yeah so many other things to come and like i just i just have to go with the flow be patient and just keep working as hard as i am that's a great message yeah and i agree with you about the confidence thing the best thing that i learned was that your brain is like a software and you can reprogram it <laughs> and uh, people don't people find it hard to understand but the way in which you get confident, not just about your grades, but about it could be your physical appearance, your personality, is by telling yourself nice things. And it feels weird at first, but every time you go to say like something bad about yourself, like let's say, oh, I feel ugly or I feel dumb, you have to like check yourself and be like, no, you don't say that. And you say nice things. And it feels weird and uncomfortable at first, but eventually you get used to it. You look at yourself in the mirror and say, I look good today. Or, oh, that was really good of me. That was really smart. And you have to do that constantly until you believe it and there's no other option you're not dumb you're not yeah, ugly. exactly it's, it's like a, i said like sort of gaslighting yourself yes. to thinking you're pretty and it smart works. and yeah exactly yeah but you have to be consistent with it and you have to yeah. always catch yourself if you're about to say something bad you have to switch it to something good and it's difficult at first but eventually becomes a habit and it works and it makes you feel better about yourself and it's the same concept for academics or professional life like you're you're not especially reducing comparison like you're not comparing yourself to those around you it's about you like where were you a year ago where are you now you did good and i think that's a really good point and the same way your mom talks about the grades and stuff in 10 years even in five years you're gonna look back and laugh at all the times you're now yeah even now like people tell me like i mean i've learned honestly i've learned to not care about my grades yeah same (laughs) (laughs) yeah because like it's it's too much stress for absolutely nothing exactly because after like especially engineering because it's a professional uh degree once you're done you're done yeah like nobody even cares you know no as long as you you're good at your job or that you learn it's all that matters you're good yeah nobody even cares like that straight a student will have the same degree as me yeah and they won't be a better employee necessarily yeah not necessarily i might end up being their boss yeah i'll show them Oh, you were a straight A student? Not me. Oh, look at you now. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's true. Also, letting go of the pressure of grades. And I think also in high school, grades seem so important. But as you get older, you're like, okay, like, employers do not care about my grades. Like, yeah, they genuinely do not care. They themselves yeah. have not gotten good grades. Exactly. So, Except some careers, like maybe consulting, they might check or, or finance or accounting. But other than that, like, I haven't had one employer ask me for my GPA. Like, they do not care at all. Um, it's more about, I think it's more about appreciating the learning process and, and understanding how it helps your brain to evolve and enjoying that rather than like the final grade that you get. Um, it's not about cramming. It's not about any of that. It's about really just learning more and more every day and exercising your brain. And once you learn to appreciate the process rather than the end result, it becomes much easier and you have less pressure. Yeah. And it's more fun as well <laughs> because you're learning now instead of just trying to cram to get that A plus, you know? Yeah, yeah. I keep telling myself that, but I always end up crap. 
sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We all but do it. Like, but like, you learn something every day, and it's it's not even even if you don't learn about, let's say, the the, the subject that you're you're studying. Yeah. You're learning more about yourself every day. Mm. You know, like personally, from all the classes that I've taken so far, I can't really tell you what they're about. Like, <laughs> there's just so much content. I, I once I once I do the final that that final exam, I just block everything out. Yeah, I just I just don't care. Like it's too hard. That's I, an I issue with school, it. though. Like it's another topic, but <laughs> school needs to change their oh god their See, ways. This, this is why I'm saying my brain has been rewired. I feel like I regressed since yeah, because <laughs> I'm just so burnt out. But I mean, like I'm I'm learning coping techniques. I'm learning how to cope with stress. Learning how like time management, all of that. So you're still learning. Yeah, of Maybe course. not about you know what you're studying. Engineering. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is kind of related to what we just talked about but are there any like concrete techniques or practices that you recommend for overcoming imposter syndrome and in line with that what advice would you give to other women who are facing it especially the ones studying in male-dominated fields Well, like I said, faking the confidence yes. really does help. <laughs> like it really does help, and and other people have have given that advice to me. Okay. And at first, I didn't really believe it, and I didn't really practice it, but it just came naturally. Yeah. You know, uh, with, with like my experience in the field. So if you act confident, it will give you confidence. Yes. But also another thing you can do is, um, and I sh should be doing that. I'm planning to, to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But if you feel like you lack knowledge in something, there's nothing stopping you from from learning more about it in your spare time. Yeah. Whether it's you know just online certificates or classes or even like because it, it's hard to 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 do that when you don't have the time. Like some people have work, some people have other issues in their personal life, whatever right. it is. But what I like to do is I've, I've participated in like hackathons, for example, because oh, nice. you know, electrical engineering, programming, yeah. um, robotics and all that. There's these like competitions that last a day. You know, I'm not into these like 24 hours, 48 <laughs> hours. No, thank you. Yeah. I value my sleep. Thank you. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like participating in hackathons, learning more about different types of softwares or like. Um, different types of fields also mm -hmm. workshops all that they really do help like they're they're very useful and it actually shows you that there is something beyond school yeah you know because sometimes what you learn during those robotics competitions and all that you don't learn in your classes mm -hmm. like whether it's it's technical stuff or um, like for example types of programming languages or types of right. I don't know robots or whatever like You don't necessarily do that in your classes, but you can do that outside of class, and it gives you experience to put on your CV. Yeah, right. Um, or workshops on uh, public speaking or confidence. Yeah. Like we've had workshops on imposter syndrome too. Really? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's how how to how to act confident and okay. how to confident and how to sell yourself and how to genuinely believe that you belong here, um, which are actually very beneficial. So like. Like, I would really encourage people to go to those workshops and go to those, like, competitions, whether it's engineering or, I don't know, I'm sure in business, too, there's there's these types of school activities that yeah, they do. Yeah, case competitions, too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, case competitions, yeah. exactly. So, like, it, it, really, it really does help, and it sort of 
also takes your mind off of school That's because true. It, it it's it's sort of fun to do something when you're not graded and when you're not evaluated. Yes. Like I personally had a project-based class where we had to build a robot. Okay. And I also participated in a hackathon outside of class where we had to build a robot. Right. And I can tell you that I had much more fun building a <laughs> robot in the in the hackathon than in my class. For sure. But I mean, I had fun in both because it was kind of fun. I had never done this before, but but it was much more fun in the hackathon because we were actually having fun. Like we we just spent the whole day trying to build a robot and we named it Pepperoni. It was really <laughs> nice. I loved it. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely, like, there's nothing stopping you from learning more about whatever you want in your spare time, and that that helps if you think you lack knowledge. Yeah. But you don't need to because you you genuinely will learn everything you need to know in the workplace mm. like you will i learned more in my four months of internship than my two and a half years in university that's crazy yeah that <laughs> is crazy but it makes sense though it makes complete sense <laughs> yeah yeah for sure that's valid uh, i agree with the the learning on your own thing because I, i've noticed that when i feel whenever i feel uncertain about information that leads to me feeling insecure and then when i make the effort to go look it just look it up like it's so easy these days just yeah. google it watch a video i feel much better about myself because i now i know what i'm talking about and it makes me feel better and you don't want it to be like a type of a source of pressure like oh i have to know everything about everything but if you realize there's something you don't know and you're curious about just google it it's so easy these days we don't have to go to a library even you could just go on your phone yeah on the bus anywhere you are and just having that extra fact may make you feel better more confident and also it gives you something to talk about when you're with people you can talk about the fun fact you learned or if the subject comes up now you know i found that was very useful for me um to feel more secure in the the field that i'm in um and as you said activities outside of school are really important because even if they seem intimidating if you've never done them going outside of your comfort zone once the process is done you feel more confident and you feel more secure and that's such a, a fun process and it's fun to, to watch yourself progress throughout the the, the yeah. event like when i first did a case competition i was like oh my god how do i do this like i've never done this before and then after it ended up going super well and i was like wow this was fun and like i feel more knowledgeable now which helps you with your confidence and not doubting yourself um and this is not really a practice or a technique but i would say as much as you can surround yourself with women and men who are supportive of you in the workplace you can't choose your colleagues necessarily but for your friends especially or at school stay away as much as you can from people who talk down about others or who doubt you or who, who question you because that will make it easy, uh, worse for you not easier <laughs> it'll make it worse for you so wherever you can do be selective about the people that are in your close circle and um who are in your friend group because that will really help your confidence and you can help each other if you're both hyping yeah. each other up you're lifting each other up which is good yeah 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 i mean like i i would say that you know if you if you really want something you have to go and get it yeah because nobody else will do it for you no. you know like you have to be determined and you have to persevere like you have to work hard if you really like if you really want to achieve that goal Like you have to you have to do it yourself. Yeah, you know, yeah. like nobody will do it for you. Exactly. And like don't be afraid of failure. Because like the failures are the ones that will help you learn the most. Exactly. It will help you the most. I mean, obviously they're they're a pain, but you know, like, <laughs> like oh no, I failed. Like, it why? sucks at All first. But, but but they're worth it in the end. Like it may not seem like it in the moment. Um but like 
maybe in a few years you'll tell yourself wow i'm thankful to have gone through that because i never would have learned this or i never would have learned this about myself 100 you know and and also like this is this is often something that i that i tell um younger people going through like the struggles of applying to colleges or applying to universities yeah because i'm also i'm also a mentor in my community for, oh, for younger people that don't really have um a support system at home okay um or even those that do you know anyone <laughs> <laughs> but um like you you they're they're often concerned about the time that it will take to to complete the degree because some of them are older than than most when graduating high mm. school like some like i think the standard age maybe like 17 or something okay. like that some of them are already 20 right. so they're they're concerned like oh if i want to go into medicine or or law or whatever it is um i'll be in school for another i don't know like five ten years and like i, I don't know if i want to wait that long what if i want to start a family and and all of that right and i mean It is a valid concern, but you know like do what feels most right for you. You know there are many different paths um that will help you achieve that same goal. You know, I myself did not have the most conventional path. Like I I high school was very hard for me. It was it was never easy for me to get good grades. Okay. Um and I I did an extra year in Sejep because I didn't originally start in science because I didn't have the grades. Okay. So there this is another thing that they're very concerned about is grades. Grades, <laughs> grades, grades, <laughs> which is a valid concern obviously. But if you don't have the grades, don't worry too much about it because like if you really want that goal, you will find a way to achieve it. There are many different paths that can lead you to the same goal. You just have to be determined and you just have to find your own path. That's what I did and that is what I'm doing. And I'm also taking more time to complete my university degree. Mm. But like the you just you just have to persevere. Like um there's no timeline really. Yeah, for, exactly. For Like there were there were there were many people when I was in high school there were many people who didn't really believe in me like my teachers mm. they they sort of uh they would discourage me from going into STEM because oh they said God. oh you know because they saw that I was struggling in high school um so they were like oh you know it's too hard I don't know if you're going to like it I don't know if you're going to uh like it's going to be very very hard and you're already struggling so like you know maybe like, don't maybe, maybe yeah exactly maybe just don't, you know like um but but I didn't listen because it was something that I really wanted like going into science it was cuz I knew that it would open the most doors for me and I cuz I didn't really know what I wanted to do okay and I didn't want to limit myself so going into science in Sejep was something that I really really wanted and I was like like who are you to tell me yeah. that shit <laughs> honestly you know you don't like you don't even know me like why are you yeah. telling me this you know and uh, like don't be afraid to take more time because even if you you're already older and you think that it will take more time you maybe will have other goals in life like starting a family or doing other things traveling i don't know but like 20 is still young even yeah. 25 is still young like Very. like you still have your your whole life ahead of you and there is no timeline like you said like just go at your own pace and don't put so much pressure on yourself yeah. because it will just hinder you more than anything like you will like just just do whatever you want don't care <laughs> what others say and just do whatever you want take the time that you need and in the end like in 
I don't know, 30 years, like nobody will even care. You'll just be happy that you're you persevered. I agree. You know? Yeah. And like you 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 will end up in the field that you belong in. No in matter what age you are. Yeah, no matter what age you are, no yeah. matter what you may feel at the moment, even if you feel like you don't belong in the field that you're in right now, you will find a place where you belong in yeah. the end. You like you will. You just have to persevere. You will find your own way. I like, agree. I, I and and also, I cannot stress this enough, but fake it till you make it. It <laughs> genuinely does work. It does. It I, does. I second that. <laughs> but yeah. And there's no set, like, contrary to popular belief, as we're saying, there's no set timeline. You don't need to be married at 30. You don't need to have a kid at 30. Like, it does not matter when you finish your degree. Like, obviously, you want to do it within a reasonable time. Like, you don't want to be... If you are looking for a family, you eventually want to move on and have a career. But it doesn't have to be at the same age as everybody else. Like, just because someone got married at 28 or had a kid at this age doesn't mean that you have to as well their life is different from yours and i think like putting that pressure on yourself makes the whole experience negative whereas it should be fun like these are awesome years we're in a transition phase we don't have a career necessarily set yet we don't know what we're where we're gonna end up what we're gonna do it can be scary if you put so much pressure on yourself but it can also be exciting if you see it as like a fun process so i think that's important to remember fake it till you make it follow your own timeline like no comparison even though that's difficult again your brain is like a software so the more you practice it the more you like you stop yourself from that it's gonna get become easier and it's gonna become so much more fun for you if you just focus on like your progress looking at how much you've progressed over the past years not compared to others um, just how much you've done then you can actually be proud of yourself and be like wow i've persevered so much over the years and i've gone to where i'm at today because of my hard work it just makes everything more enjoyable and then it removes a bit of the pressure also and the stress that comes with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I know someone who completed their degree in seven years, like their bachelor's degree in seven years. And now he's he's working yeah. and he's like, he's happy where he is. And I mean, even if, let's say you have to stop for personal reasons, stop your studies, there's nothing stopping you from starting again. Yeah. And like, even if, even if let's say you cannot start again, like you, you, you have to end up giving up your dream at the moment and like do whatever you need to do like dreams evolve you know yeah. like you'll find another dream you'll find another path you will find something that you like that you belong in you know exactly so like just see where life takes you and just sort of trust the process like, enjoy the journey and exactly. trust the process exactly <laughs> Last question, how do you think organizations or leaders can better support and empower women to overcome imposter syndrome, especially in the, the industries we've been talking about? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not too sure, to be honest. Mm. Uh, maybe it's because I haven't had that much experience in the professional yeah. uh, world. But I feel like companies more and more nowadays, they're, they're very uh, um, encouraging of you know women in STEM yeah. or women in business, whatever it is, like gender equality. Um, like when I when I when I go to networking sessions, when they see a woman, they're like, "Oh yeah, come 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 yeah. see us." <laughs> and uh, I think that's 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 already a step in the right direction. Um, and they have sometimes they have special programs uh, for like women of uh, like uh, applying in in positions. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And even within the workplace, uh, like some companies have told me that um, they have these like not support groups because that's not the right word but yeah. like they have these sort of, of 
circles, like yeah. organized circles for women or for people of color or, or whatever to so that they feel more included. Yeah. So I think that's definitely that's very very good. It's already a, a change from from what it was before. Yes. Um, but I think just in general, you know, just encouraging women uh, or just just people in general to apply for for prestigious jobs yeah. or like decision making roles, mm-hmm. um, and also trust women as you would anyone who is qualified enough for a certain position. Yeah, you know, because because a lot of people told me that. Um, Sometimes women, like the uh, people, think that women are more suited for managerial positions. Yeah. Or like. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because I don't know, like the motherly instinct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Which I'm not saying it's not true, but why can't it be both? Why can't it be management and a technical role? I yeah. Know, like if a if if a woman is more interested in in doing something technical, then like why not? Why not yeah. hire them? Why not encourage them? Why not like encourage them from an early age? Like introduce this technical world to them at a at an early age to show them that show them that anyone can do it. Yeah. Like really anyone, because like I said, like in the beginning, I didn't really see an issue with it being a male dominated field because in my mind it's like if you if you're interested in something you're gonna go. Yeah. But like people would tell me that yeah, well, women are not interested in this. I'm like. Why? <laughs> What does it have to do with your gender? Yeah. I don't. I genuinely didn't understand, and I still don't understand. Maybe it is because we were not introduced to this at an early age, yeah. and guys were, so guys were more interested in this at an early age than we were. But, but still, I yeah. mean, like you know, if you're interested in something, just go for it. You know, like that. That's it. You know. I agree. But but yeah, I mean, I think the main thing is you know try not to be biased against women because women are people too you know <laughs> definitely <laughs> and uh <laughs> and like foster an encouraging and positive environment and make it so that they're not afraid to ask for help mm. you know advocate for them because that's another thing like women are often stuck advocating for themselves yeah which is not necessarily a bad thing because there's no better advocate than yourself you know for yourself but you know it's nice when other people have your back too and it's it's You're more likely to hype yourself up when pe- other people are hi- are hyping you up too, and other people have your back. Like you don't feel like there's genuinely something wrong with you for hyping yourself up. Yeah. You know, if other people do it too. Um, and I mean, like whether it is in the academic setting, professional setting, or just you know life in general, um, like it, it often has more of an effect when other people encourage you than just you encouraging yourself yeah you know because you can do that all you want but if you don't really believe that that uh you belong you won't belong and if 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 you don't act confident you will not be confident yeah and other people will also see you as um like shy or or not willing to to you know step out of the comfort zone or, or whatever it is like you you really have to It starts with you advocating for yourself, but um, in order for that for that to continue, other people have to do it too. Like, you, there's no reason why you shouldn't encourage women to. You know? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think that like innately, men and women have different strengths and weaknesses and different preferences. 
But I think it's important to be able to recognize that and see how both can contribute to a team. And as you're saying, the, uh, the difficult thing is finding a balance between supporting women without pointing fingers at men and making them feel like it's their fault. I think individually, we have to be more self-aware. Like if you find yourself, let's say, uh, looking up to a man for being assertive and in your head, that's him being a good leader. But then when you think about a woman being assertive, you think she's being bossy. Maybe think about which biases you may have personally and how you can get rid of those. I think if we were all more a little bit self-aware, we would do much better. Like, just see, like, do you perceive men and women differently for the same actions? Why is that? And then once you become aware of that, then you can start to change that and encourage men the same way you do women um, and vice versa for whatever it may be. So I think, let's say, in men who are in leadership positions can make an effort to encourage their female employees as much as they do their male employees um, and and use praise as much for, for both genders. And for guys who are colleagues with women, they can also, again, be more self-aware and act the same way with their male colleagues as they do their female colleagues, not be doubtful of, of women and, and, you know, question why they're there. And I think a lot of us, as you're saying, it's nobody's fault, but a lot of us do this subconsciously. Yeah. So the important thing is, is recognizing that and being like, okay, I, in my head, I perceive these people differently. Why? And then overcoming that. So it's not about blaming anybody or, or prioritizing someone over the other. Yeah. It's just about seeing how society forces us to view each gender differently and letting go of that. And just being able to give both people the same platform and the same opportunities. And then we can use each other's strengths for different reasons. That's I think that's the best thing. Yeah, because in the end, you are who you are. And like you're, you're going to have qualities as qualities that others don't yeah yeah you will be valuable in your own way um and like everybody everybody has different strengths and weaknesses like yeah. you said and everybody brings something different to to the team or to 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 the field you know and like i, I find it interesting that uh when you said uh you know you should question yourself uh, why do yeah. you women, men and women differently and like often when you ask that question why people can't answer yeah you like why i don't know it's ingrained in us yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this, this is what gives you a pause like why yeah. you can't answer no idea yeah. yeah yeah so it's uh yeah you should just like you know women are people everybody <laughs> everybody's everybody belongs everybody is useful yeah just like at school we learn about how important diverse teams are it's also important to be diverse in terms of, of gender because everybody yeah. has different things to offer and a team that's made up entirely of men is not going to be as welcoming yeah and as productive in my opinion yeah. as a team with more balance in terms of gender and culture so i think that's another thing also for for companies we're now we're in this phase where like um we're prioritizing certain groups because they don't have as many opportunities hopefully eventually we'll, we'll get to a point where we don't need to prioritize everybody because everybody has equal opportunities But for now, it's just about making sure that your team has diverse perspectives and that you're open to those yeah. perspectives. You don't shut them down when they're being <laughs> expressed. So, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the fact that we were raised differently is yeah. not necessarily a bad thing no. because we bring something different. You know, it's, it's a matter of perspective. Yeah. Like, men were raised one way, so they see the world in, you know, their way. Yeah. And we were raised differently as women, and we see the world a different way. Yeah. So it brings different perspectives and like when when you're working on a project as a team like it will make the project better to have different perspectives coming into play exactly yeah 
and it requires intelligent and careful management. It, it can be challenging to lead a diverse team, but if you do it well and you embrace all the perspectives, then you can have a really, really fruitful work environment and, and productive discussions, which I think is great. So I think it's about embracing that process and, and uh, not turning away from it. <laughs> I like it. I like that. That's, yeah, I agree. <laughs> so that was the last question. Thank you for coming. Thanks you for inviting me. Of course, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. <laughs>